Welcome to the official podcast of the Canberra Raiders. So close to the Raiders. And Papali would be an appropriate man to score. He's done it. He's done it. Brought to you by OAC Digital. Come join us as we go behind the limelight. Hello and welcome to the Raiders official podcast behind the limelight. Thanks to OAC Digital. Round seven sees the Raiders travelling to North Queensland to take on the Cowboys at Queensland Country Bank Stadium. After another disappointing performance against the Parramatta Eels in round six, they'll look to bounce back against the Cowboys this weekend. Lots to get through this week, including uh, some milestones, um, obviously a lot of team changes, uh, and everything that's happening in and around Raiders HQ. Joining me on the podcast, as always, Tom Logan, John Kreuter. Uh, uh, good to see you guys, and um, you know, plenty to talk about this week. Yeah, good to see you too, Benny. Yeah, good to see you, but yeah, plenty to talk about. Um yeah, those team changes and those injury updates as well. And, uh, yeah, just looking forward to another round of footy uh, this weekend. Yeah, we will preview the match uh, against the Cowboys a little bit later on and we'll be joined by our special guest, Elliot Whitehead, who was named co-captain of the side this weekend uh, for the first time in his career. He'll be looking forward to that, no doubt. We'll talk to him about that and look at that game. And, yes... Unfortunately, we will review the Eels' performance on the weekend. Uh, obviously not the greatest uh, game for the Raiders, but um, we will touch on that and just have a bit of a discussion around where things may have went wrong. Um, but first of all, let's catch up with all the news with Around the Horn. Yeah, I suppose, um, Tom, we'll start with the changes to the side this week. Ricky uh, prefaced uh, in his post-match press conference uh, after that Eels performance, that uh, there would be some changes made to the side, uh, and he's come through with that. I think all up, if you include injuries and positional changes, guys moving from starting sides to bench and so forth, uh, I think there's about 10 separate changes to the team's uh, team this week. And uh, I suppose the most telling one um, is the unfortunate injury to Josh Hodgson, which he picked up at training yesterday, of all places to pick up an injury. He's picked one up at training and... Um, you know, reports were yesterday that you know he's very, very disappointed uh, when he came off the field, as he would be. You know, he would have been looking to make amends for a, for that performance for, um, from a team perspective um, last weekend. But unfortunately, he won't be there this week. Yeah, that's disappointing for Hodjo. <coughs> Excuse me. He's um, Hodjo's one to not, uh, I guess, dwell on a pretty bad performance. He, he's one of those players that would just want to. Get back out onto the training field and get back out onto the the game and just, uh, just put such, that right. He's, he's just such a competitor. Com- he is a huge competitor, and I, I feel for him because he's he's coming back from a um, an injury, uh, like obviously last year second that was ACL. a long second ACL injury, and um, you know he showed some glimpses glimpses of brilliance this year. Um, you know, with his play around the ruck and things like mm. that. But um, when the team's not performing well, then you know obviously um, there's lots of moving parts to a side, and um, you know. Just to just for him to get injured at this time when when he was really keen to come out and play really well last weekend was disappointing, John. Yeah, and he had like even in the game against the Eels, he had some moments like that second try that yeah, he that had set up for That was play. brilliant, mm. brilliant play and good awareness. Um, he's such a determined character, as you guys said, and he's a good character having a footy team because he's he'll do anything for the for the team, anything for the club. And um, I really wish him the best in his recovery from that calf injury. Yeah. And can't wait to see him back on the training field and back on the 
um, back in the games as well. Conservatively, they're saying two to three weeks, but you, know, you could possibly be back in one to two. So hopefully um, it's sooner rather than later because his on-field leadership is, uh, is key for this team. And if we're going to be there at finals time, time he's going to be in the 17. So um, we wish him all the best. Uh, the other injury, Bailey Simonson uh, picked up that head knock uh, against the Eels last week, Tom. And uh, he hasn't really featured in training at all this week. I think he's, um, he's just been resting up at home. So... Um, that means Seb Chris comes back into the team. Yeah, obviously, you know, speedy recovery to uh, Bales there. Um, he's a cracking player, but it's great. Ricky Stewart did say in his press conference that Seb Chris would come back into the 17, and I'm pretty excited. I've, I've, I've been loving what Seb's, Seb's offered us uh, so far this season, and he's only going to get better. Yeah, the other big uh, changes in the side, I suppose. Uh, no Joe Tarpany, no Sia Soliola. Uh, this week, John, uh, Rick's gone for a, a different approach to that. Ryan Sutton will start the game at lock. Um, and then, obviously, Emre Gould has been promoted to the starting side as well. Yeah, um, it was really good to see Emre get his opportunity last week. I thought he was, um, I thought he put in a pretty good stint, to be honest. And uh, he's been rewarded with a promotion to the starting side. Um, also got um, Ryan Sutton, he's immense. It was 74 minutes. I was, remember watching the game. I was watching it with you, Tom. And it was about the 60th minute. Well, it's like, it's... Has Soto come, come off, off yet? Yeah, and then yeah. he then he just went off, and then he went and straight, then he went back, straight on. back on. That's right. He played <laughs> seventy four minutes of mammoth performance from him. So uh, we'll touch on that uh, performance in the in the review of the Eels match in in a moment. Um, without going too much further into team changes and things like that, uh, we'll we'll cover that off with Elliot uh, in our match preview a little bit later on. But a um, couple of milestones this week, guys, and you know, great to see players when they reach significant milestones. And uh, Saliva Havili will play his one hundredth. NRL game this week when he comes off the bench uh, and Ryan James will play his 150th NRL game and, and for Ryan James it obviously he's had um, a disrupted um, career due to injury and things like that but uh, it's always really good when players um, reach those personal milestones and usually there's a, there's a good feeling around the side in the lead up to a game um, when that happens and that the boys get around it and, and usually put in a pretty good performance. Yeah the one thing I've noticed over the last few years is that our players really do live for those sort of occasions. And for Lever, uh, it's a great achievement, 100 um, NRL games. 76, well, this will be his 76th performance for, for the Raiders as well. So he's been a really loyal servant. He's at, the last time he missed a game for us was the 2019 Grand Final. Yeah. Like he has been ever-present in the side. Uh, no one's played more games in that period than him for the Raiders. And... We've talked about when he was on the podcast a few weeks ago. He can just do everything. He's been great playing in in the middle, playing on an edge when he's needed to because of injury cover, and he's he's an international hooker as well. Yeah, he'll be required to play some time at number nine. I'm, I'm assuming this weekend. Tom Starling named in the starting side, but hasn't played a lot of footy over the last few weeks. Tom, so Lever's probably going to get some time in his preferred position this weekend. Yeah, it has, hasn't Lever been a great servant to the Raiders though? I mean, we signed him. Was it in? The 2018 off-season as injury cover because we lost Hodjo to that first That's ACL. Right. But, um, yeah, I mean, Lever gives you that versatility. He can play in the middle. But, I, to be honest, I, I think when he's when he's come onto the field for us this season, he's been really good. We've been, he's, he's high been, energy, which yeah, is what you want from your bench. He's been making a lot of really tough carries and he's been he's actually gained quite a few metres. And, I, I'm, yeah, I think it's, it's going to be exciting. You know, obviously it's disappointing to lose Hodjo, but... You know, we're pretty lucky to have two high-quality calibre hookers in Starling and Lever. And I think you're right, he's going to play a bit of nine because even when he was playing New South Wales Cup early in the season, he was playing about 60 minutes, Tom Starling was, mm. um, and Adrian Trevelyan was playing a little bit of nine there as well. So 
Yeah, I do expect to see Lever play a bit of nine. Yep. Uh, before we move on, I just want to take the opportunity to thank the 20,000-plus people who turned out to GIA Stadium last week, although it wasn't the result we were hoping for. It was wonderful to see such a big crowd out there for an early-season game. It was a record crowd for a game against Parramatta. Um, so, you know, it really shows the great support we have, and uh, we hope to see you out there in a couple of weeks' time when we play the Rabbitohs on a Thursday night. Head to raiders.com.au for all your ticketing information. Yeah, round six, uh, not the happiest of hunting grounds for the Green Machine. They went down in the end 35 points to 10 against the Parramatta Eels. And, uh, you know, up until half time, guys, we were right in the contest. And at 12 10, um, even though we, um, we weren't playing our best, I thought that we were really in the contest. Uh, and we went into the sheds with, with um, plenty of hope before that second half. Yeah, there wasn't too much to really, I guess, get disappointed about in the first half. You know, we were right in the contest with the Eels and. Obviously, you know, we conceded, I think it was a couple of tries, that Sevo one uh, and the Papali'i one as well. But, I mean, heading into halftime, there wasn't, a, a, I guess, a, a sense of a, a, a bad sort of mood heading into the sheds. But, um, obviously, it all went downhill from there in the second half, which is disappointing. But we were, we were well and truly beaten. Yeah, at two, at only two points down at halftime. I was feeling fairly confident. We'd, had a, um, we'd held them out for a few sets and we were starting to put a bit of pressure on them. I felt like we were getting into our groove. I think even in the start of the second half, the first 10 minutes were fairly even, but, um, yeah, then it all started to, to crumble um, around that 55-minute mm. mark. Yeah, Bailey Simonson went off of the HIA, and we can't blame the performance off the reshuffle there because, mm. obviously, um, you know, these things you know, can happen during a game, and we've shown really um, good strength in, in handling that adversity in the past. But uh, I just felt um, we just went away from the structure of our game plan a little bit and we just could not build any pressure. Um, we couldn't, you know, force any repeat sets. We seem to be, um, Parramatta seemed to start with the football, mm. you know, 20, 30 metres out from their own line most sets and and in the end that weight of possession um, and obviously the skill and quality in that Parramatta side um, didn't really allow us to get into that contest and, and once they got in front, Tom, they sort of surged away and in the end um, the scoreline, um, you know, got a little bit out of hand. Yeah, I think I think it, the scoreline probably flattered the Eels a bit in terms of just the overall, uh, I guess, feeling of the contest. You know, obviously we were well and truly beaten. I thought first and foremost, I thought Parramatta's forwards absolutely outstanding. Um, having said that, though, I think probably in that last sort of 10, 15, 20 minute period, we kind of probably lost our way a bit and probably gave them a couple of tries, which we probably really wouldn't have normally given them. Yeah, yeah. positive out of the game for me. John, Kayla Bacons, thought he was fantastic in his first game and really, mm. really involved himself well. Sometimes, um, you know, when a new player comes into a side, it takes them a little while to, to, to find out where they fit within their structure. But he just seemed to be everywhere on the night and he, um, you know, he popped up um, for, to pick up an offload to, mm. to set up a quick play the ball for that try that we talked about earlier. And I just thought um, his enthusiasm was infectious the other night and he was really strong for us. Yeah, he was, he was outstanding. Just um, his carries... From the back, that's something that our chance does so well. So yeah, Caleb, it's 196 running meters. He got three tackle breaks, so he he definitely put in a stint, and I think he can be really proud of that um, debut performance. I'm really looking forward to see how um, he progresses as he builds those combinations because he played well. But um, when you're in, coming into a new side, it does take time to build those combinations. So exciting start, and I'm excited to see how he goes in the coming weeks too. Yeah, it looks like he'll get a few weeks uh, opportunity there. Some really good news um, with Charles Nickel Clock, uh, sorry, Clockstar. Um, still getting used to that one, but he um, he was able to um, find out some good news this week that uh, that 
neck injury that he suffered won't require any surgery, which is really good news. And uh, I think Ricky said in the press conference um, yesterday that um, they're looking at you know seven to eight weeks recovery. But obviously, with an injury like this, it'll it'll take some um, some time, and they'll they'll monitor it closely and won't rush him back. So Caleb will get an opportunity and. Um, you know, we wish him all the best. Uh, back to that uh, game, though, uh, on the weekend, Tom. Um, one thing that I, I thought um, we probably um, didn't do very well was our long kicking game. And mm. um, I've seen the guys out there working really hard on that this week. And I'm sure that's one thing they'll be looking to do uh, this weekend is improve in that area. Yeah, definitely. It's such a crucial part of, I guess, gaining good field position. You know, we saw... And I don't want to. I don't want to mention this, but I feel like I have to. But we've seen how crucial it is to sides like Penrith. Well, obviously with Nathan clearing off the back of that. So, I guess if we can, it's it's great to hear that the boys are you know really sort of making that effort on the training field because if you know we can get that right, we're going to be one hell of a side to stop. Yeah, and I know this is just the review, but looking forward as well with the wet conditions expected for Townsville. Like getting in wet conditions, getting your kicking game is is paramount. Mm. Like you got to get that right. So. Um, yeah, definitely good to, good to be working on and it's good to get these things um, highlighted early in the season and hopefully we can build and improve. We mentioned Ryan Sutton um, earlier in the podcast and his performance on the weekend, 74 minutes. Now, I know, I'm not sure if we've spoken about this on the, con- on the, on the contest, on the podcast before, but I feel that when Ryan Sutton starts the game, He's just a, a different player. I'm not sure if it's a, a mentality thing, but I just feel that he plays his best football when he's in that starting 13. Yeah, I, I think I agree. I agree with you on that. And here's a bit of a hot take from me, but I reckon Ryan. <laughs> I honestly reckon Ryan Sun has been our best player in the in the opening six rounds. I think he's been unbelievable. But yeah, I, I definitely get that feeling as well. He's yeah, I just feel like he gets his. Um, he likes getting his. Um, Hands dirty in that mm. early, as early exchanges, and he's not hard, he's not scared to to take those tough runs um, early in a match. And defensively, he's been really strong too. He's got good lateral movement, um, which you you know with these new rules and the six agains and the quick speed of the game, you've got to have that. You can be found out a little bit if you haven't got that um, that good lateral movement mm. because they're so quick and and dummy halves are looking to exploit you. He looks he's I've no, I don't know if this is just me, but he he looks like he's transformed a bit physically from. I remember when he first arrived here from Wigan, and I thought, "Well, oh, he's probably going to need a bit of a preseason." Yeah, well, he's got a couple. He's had a couple now, but you know, now, yeah. I, now he just looks like an. They always say super fit. They and always say you, you need two or three preseasons, mm. in, uh, NRL preseasons, to develop your body and make sure that you're ready, um, you know, for the rigors of week to week football. And I, I feel like he's reached that point, and now he's got the opportunity to to go mm. on and and cement himself in the thirteen. Yeah, he's just definitely comfortable. With his own game, I think that's the biggest difference with him. Before he was trying to prove himself, and at the moment, he everyone knows what he can do, and he's just doing. He knows his role. He knows how many minutes he needs to play as well. So he's he's not coming off the bench. I remember when he first came, he was coming off the bench, just maybe trying to do too much. But he's mm-hmm. getting involved, um, and he's pacing himself through the game. And yeah. Inc- Incredible transformation of a player. All right, let's forget about that game uh, against the Eels in round six. We'll put that one past us. We'll never speak of it again. And we'll move on to round seven against the Cowboys. Stick around. You're listening to Behind the Limelight. Thanks to OAC Digital. Coming up next, Elliot Whitehead. Well, joining us on Behind the Limelight this week, our special guest is Canberra Raiders forward and this week co-captain Elliot Whitehead. Thanks for joining us, Smell. Um, How's the week been? Yeah, it's been good, mate. Um, you know, obviously a little bit different with a few players getting injured and uh, missing out on the squad this week. But um, overall, it's been a good week so far and we're looking forward to get up to Townsville. 
obviously Ricky um, foreshadowed a few changes in his press conference last week and he made a few this weekend. Um, for more reports, so um, everyone's still in pr- pretty good spirits and they understand that they've a few things have had to have changed up a bit and nobody's kicking stones and everyone's just getting on with the job. Yeah, definitely. Everyone's upbeat and stuff. You know, obviously it's disappointing. Some boys lose their spot, but they'll be fighting to get back into the team, um, I'm sure, within the next couple of weeks. So... Um, like you said, everyone's been upbeat this week and um, we've had a lot of energy in that going into training, so we're looking forward to getting up there. Yeah, you face the Cowboys uh, this weekend uh, up there in Townsville and we're going to preview that game shortly, but um, as always, we've got some fan questions come through. So Tommy, I'll get you to kick it off this week with uh, what we've uh, received from the fans uh, for Elliot this week. All right, Elliot, how are you so skillful but also tough as nails and what advice would you give to others on how to become both of those things besides having a Bradford upbringing? <laughs> uh, look, it's just, you know, I pride myself on that. Um, you know, I don't want to take a backward step or anything and, um, you know, obviously brought up in a rough area, you, you couldn't really do that. So it's something I've grown up with and, um, yeah, I take it into my rugby and obviously um, I just want to play the best I can each week and, you know, obviously you don't, you don't play the best every week but I, I try to try to do that as much as I can speaking of Bradford have you have you gotten all the boys onto the bad boy chiller crew yet yeah um, <laughs> yeah it's um, a local uh, like a rapping local few boys <laughs> from Bradford that rap and um, you know all the boys are into that now and with the play in the gym quite often so You'll have to try to give them a listen and yeah, give I'll, them a shout out. Oh no, I've, I've definitely been giving them a listen. I don't know how I got well, onto it. Probably from rapper, here, new boys. When I think of rapper from Bradford, I just think of Ali G. Yeah, <laughs> it's, they're pretty similar. <laughs> follow them on Instagram; they're pretty funny as well. Next uh, question here: Do you wish you could ever be interviewed by Roaming Elliot? Because you, you've come under some criticism from your teammates that you don't actually ask them any questions; you just give them a statement and leave them nothing. Yeah, I'm pretty <laughs> poor at it, really. I don't know how I keep doing it. You know, you lot keep asking me to do it, so I'll do it. But oh, we love yeah, it. Some, some I'm practising and um, hoping to get better at, so I'll keep doing it. And, um, yeah, um, one day, hopefully, <laughs> I can someone can interview me instead. That's good. We, we do enjoy it, I must admit. It is uh, very popular on the website, too, so hopefully we can see another edition after the Cowboys game uh, this weekend. Alrighty, uh, this one's from Paul. And by the way, I, I love the second part of this question because I see the, I see you do this all the time. The first one is though, has COVID made it tough in regards to missing your family back home? And second, why do you chunder on the field so much? Um, I'll answer it first bit first. Um, yeah, look, COVID has been tough. Obviously, I haven't been home now for eighteen months um, due to COVID, and you know you, you do miss your family back home, and obviously they can't come out here with circumstances and that but the main thing is that they're all healthy and doing well back home so um yeah i speak to most of my family every week and my friends back home so um they're all doing well so that's the main thing for me um why am i sick i don't know it's just a habit um you should see me at half time oh i was gonna say i've been in the sheds a, plenty a lot, of times at half time you know, as soon as sti- sti- uh, sticky start speaking i'm first one up in the toilets and <laughs> I could probably fill a bookie up if how much comes out of well, me. So. I, remember, I remember, I think it was a couple of years ago in Townsville when we beat them up there. I remember I was going to the bathroom at halftime and I just remember hearing you burst, like into the, burst into the bathroom and <laughs> it sounded like somebody had tipped a bucket of water on the ground. Yeah. Like That's the sound it made. It's funny when I'm doing it and like J- Jack Whiten's next to me or something because as soon as he has me be sick, he starts and then someone else starts <laughs> and then someone else. And Do you I'm reckon like, it's, like, it's, like a men- is it, is it a mental thing now? Because you do it every game. Yeah, I think it's just something, I don't know, I just do it. Like I'm yeah. not sure. Like, yeah. All right, we'll move on from that one. Uh, Luke asks, Elliot, uh, do you agree you're actually an elite NRL halfback, and should you be paid accordingly? Nah, I'm nowhere near as good <laughs> as some of them halfbacks. Um, look, when I get put there, I just try doing my job as good as I can and 
No, I think um, in some circumstances it's been a bit lucky and it's paid off for me. So, um, yeah, um, I don't think I'm worth getting paid as much as some of them, yeah. I right, won't mind it though. <laughs> <laughs> this next one's from Kieran. Favourite golf course in Canberra? Um, Favourite one? Obviously, you'd have to pick Royal, but I don't play that, that often. I don't want too many holes in the fairways. So, um, yeah, look, I like playing out at Ioani and Gold Creek. Um, quite a few of us boys get out now. Um, Benny gets out with us sometimes. I've heard he's a bit of a cheat as well, so <laughs> I'll leave that one there. But, yeah, um, quite a few of us into his golf at the moment. And, you know, it's pretty good to just have um, that, that time away from rugby and just enjoy it with your mates. Who's the best on the golf course at the moment, player-wise? Hate to say it, but... It's- Rapper, rapper. Yeah, plays off about seven or something. So. Yeah, he's a good counter too. Don't worry about that. <laughs> do you get excited when you get moved out into the centres, mate, or do you prefer to be close into the action? Uh, I prefer to be close in action. Obviously, I like playing back row, and that's where I'd prefer to be. But you know, if I get moved out there, then I've got a job to do, and um, you know, I'm willing to do that for the team. Um, obviously, the, the game getting a little bit faster. The outside backs are getting a little bit faster, so. It, do get a little bit scared at times coming up against some of them quicker blocks. Thanks for Gordon for that question. Got one more from Harry here. How do you feel about being called up as co-captain? Is it something that Ricky sat down and discussed with you, or did he just spring it up on you as a surprise? He just bring it up as a surprise. I'm pretty okay. shocked to be fair. Obviously, Josh got injured, and um, yeah, and he just brought it up. And you know, it's a it's a great privilege for myself, you know, to be named co-captain alongside Jared, and you know. Um, I'm not probably the loudest person, so I'm going to have to pick my talk up. But I'm sure me and Jared will work well together over the next couple of weeks till Hodges back and um, work together and hopefully get a few wins under his belt. We're actually running a pool on what minute you'll burn the captain's challenge. We're thinking about the fifth or the sixth. I think Rapper might burn it for me because he's like, oh, I'm, I'm going to call one. I'm going to call one. So he's he's adamant that he's going to get one for me. So <laughs> he owes you a couple. Don't worry about that. All right, time to preview the Raiders and the Cowboys round seven, Queensland Country Bank Stadium, seven thirty-five PM. Uh, catch it on KO Fox Sports, or you can listen to local radio stations right across uh, the nation's capital. Elliot, um, let's talk about the game itself. Um, obviously, in the context of the season, they're coming off two wins. We're coming off two losses, um, but the teams, um, you know, uh, both in different positions at the moment. How do you see it playing out out there at, on Saturday night? Yeah, like you said, Ben, um, you know, they're coming off two wins, so they're going to be full of confidence. But, you know, we've got the belief in the squad to go up there and get the two points. Um, you know, it's not going to be easy. We know that. We know it's going to be a lot of hard work and, you know, completing a sets and finish where we want to finish the, with the ball. So it's something we've really worked on this week in training and we're looking forward to getting up in there as a team and getting away and, you know, hopefully getting them two points when getting back on that winning streak. It's obviously probably the first, I think it's the first sort of real trip away that the team will probably have together. So how important do you find these big trips in terms of just bonding together as a squad? Yeah, they are really good, mate. You know, it's probably as, um, long, as, probably as big as the way trip. Um, <laughs> I'm getting like Tommy here. It's probably <laughs> as big as the way trip for the last 18 months. You know, obviously we didn't get away much with COVID last year. So it's going to be really good. And especially coming off a of back two losses, off of two losses, it's going to be good just to get away with the boys and, Spend that little bit of time with each other around the hotel and, you know, just playing cards and having a laugh. So it's going to be good and stuff, but, you know, we've got a, the main job is going up there to get the two points and that's what we're all focused on. We, we want to go up there and get the win, so that's it. That's that. couple of uh, forced changes through injury. No Josh Hodgson, no Bailey Simonson and um, obviously uh, Joe Tarpany and, and Sia Soliola missing out, but Ryan James back into the side uh, and we see Corey Horsburgh and Corey uh, Hadawit and Nida both in for the first time this season as well. 
Yeah, definitely. Look, um, you know, I think they've been playing uh, well. Ryan James were playing well for us, um, and he got rested last week due to his HIAs. And then, obviously, um, the two Corries have been playing really well in New South Wales Cup. So they've been brought in. They're going to bring a little bit of energy and a little bit something a little bit different. So you know, they'll they'll be willing to try to keep their spot this for next week. So they'll be putting everything out there. Couple of key matchups uh, this week. Uh, we'll start in the middle of the field. Uh, with the hookers, uh, obviously with no Hodge out there, Tom Starling gets an opportunity. He's up against Reese Robson, two very dynamic players out of dummy half that like to run the ball. Um, how do you see this one playing out? Yeah, look, um, you know they're both pretty similar on the rook. They like to jump out and do, have them little darting runs and stuff. So, um, you know, ho- I'm hoping Starlo gets the better of him, but that's going to come from us as forward. You know, getting that rolling down the field and getting Starlo on the front foot. So, you know, that's what we spoke about all week, helping Starlo out there, and um, that's what. We've got another one here. Obviously, it's great to see Emre back in the starting lineup, and he comes up against a very experienced prop in Jordan McLean. You know how how crucial do you see this one? Yeah, look, um, like I said, you know, for us to win the game, as forwards needs to be on, and you know, Emre is starting this week, and he's going to have to start well. Um, you know, McLean's um, been around the game for quite a while now, and yeah. he's very experienced, so it's going to be a good matchup that one. Um, Emre is a young kid, and you know, he's getting better and better each week. So, um, yeah, it's going to be a good matchup that, and I can't wait to see it. All right, podcast prediction time. Um, no points for anyone last week. Uh, Ryan Sutton uh, picked Caleb Aikens for a try on debut, missed out, and uh, myself, I had Bailey Simonson. Unfortunately, he couldn't finish the game due to HIA, uh, and Johnny had Tom try, a try to Tom Starling, um, but no try there as well. So no points. Uh, we have a look at the leaderboard there. You can see uh, where everyone's at. Let's talk about it this weekend, Tom. Uh, what can you see happening in this game? Yeah, I'm going to stitch myself up here, and I'm, I've just got a feeling Seb's going to come out and you know have a real crack, and wouldn't be surprised if he gets a couple of tries. Going for two tries for two Seb, Chris, for on Seb. the wing. Yep, Elliot? Um, I'm going to go Jack White and two tries. Okay, I'm going to put you on the spot here. I'm going to back you for one. I don't normally do this to our guests, but I think you got one in you this week. I think, <laughs> I think, there's, I think you're due, so we're going to go for that. Uh, that's our podcast predictions, uh, and that wraps up the podcast again this week. I want to take a moment to thank our special guest, Elliot Whitehead, for joining us. Uh, yes, all the you. best of luck and look forward to seeing you run the team out, mate. It'll be a special moment for you and your family. So congratulations. Thank you, mate. Appreciate it. Thank you for having me. There it is, Elliot Whitehead joining us on Behind the Limelight podcast. We'll catch you next week. Up the Raiders. <laughs>